experience learning how to run up so many different kinds of costumes so quickly. I know for a fact she has lots of work right now, because she's also making some for a big Hollywood movie shooting in Venice next month. That did sound interesting, but the chirpy waiter was back, refilling our coffee cups with an actor's flair. Maybe he was one, resting between jobs like me, though, to be honest, at nineteen, I'd not even got my career off the launch pad. How's your meal, ladies? he asked his eyes on my sister, hoping for a crumb of praise. I could tell he'd already fallen in love with Diamond, as most possessors of the Y chromosome did. It was lovely, thank you. She gave him one of her warmest smiles, her bobbed hair swaying slightly as she looked up. Diamond had the neat dark swing cut and features of a Cleopatra, Elizabeth Taylor style. In Diamond's case, the resemblance to the Queen was genuine, as our mother was Egyptian. Dad had been a British diplomat, who fell in love with Mama on a posting to Cairo and whisked her away as his bride. We are a truly international family, Diamond and I now living in Venice, roughly halfway between our roots in the leafy home counties and the dusty banks of the Nile. I didn't feel I had a strong national identity. Italy was my adopted rather than native country. Maybe that sense of being rootless was another part of my dissatisfaction with myself. All politeness, The waiter finally remembered to seek my opinion. And how was your dessert? Yeah, it was great. I smiled, but his attention had already skipped back to my sister. He retreated, satisfied, his gaze lingering on Diamond rather than me. I didn't blame him. I had inherited the striking pharaoh looks, strong nose and emphatic eyebrows, but none of the prettiness. As in my case, the features were topped by the lion's mane from my father's side. Savants tend to have complicated inheritances, ours no exception. Dad had had a Venetian mother with the hair characteristic of some northern Italians, a riot of curls that included every colour from dirt brown to sun-bleached blonde. You sometimes see it in the paintings of the old masters, but mine is not a Madonna's smooth, undulating wave, but a choppy sea of a frizz. Beside my sister, I always felt like the mangy lioness with a sleek, exquisite pussycat. The tourist magnet of the Hard Rock Cafe was filling up with students and travellers, the noise levels soaring. Our waiter pulled in many directions by numerous orders. I found my eyes drawn to a glass display case, claiming to contain a genuine Michael Jackson military-cut jacket, enjoying the odd optical illusion that made my reflection look as though my head was poking out of the neck. I yawned again. What had we been talking about? Oh, yeah. You really want me to work for Signora Carriera? It would be slave labour. I knew the costume maker who lived below our apartment in Venice quite well, as I often walked her dog when she was busy. She was a pleasant enough neighbour, but would be one demanding boss. It made me shudder just to think about what demands she would make on my time. Diamond pushed her dessert aside. I hate to see you waste your life like this. I hate waste too. Pass that over. The cheesecake is ledge. What? Legendary. My sister sighed, biting back the comment that at nearly six feet I needed to watch my weight. It wasn't that I was fat. How did she put it? Oh yes, I was Amazonian compared to the rest of my sisters, blessed with average dress sizes. I didn't care. Who was I out to impress? No boys asked me on a date because I was taller than them all, and they feared the mockery. Beanstalk was the friendliest of the names I had endured at the boarding school in England I had attended. Crystal, don't think I don't understand. It was rotten losing Dad during your A-level year. 
Diamond continued gently. I forked up another mouthful, defying the flash of pain her remark sparked. Rotten didn't even begin to describe the emotional gutting I'd experienced. He'd been my one admirer in my family, always on my side when I was disadvantageously compared to my six older brothers and sisters. He'd found my height amusing, referring to me as his little girl at every opportunity, even though I could see the bald patch on top of his head, fringed by curls when we stood side by side. No wonder I'd crashed and burned spectacularly in my exams. His death had taken the best part of me with him. Diamond touched the back of my wrist lightly, attempting to comfort me, though the grief was out of reach of such gestures. Mama asked me to look after you. She wouldn't expect me to let you mark time like this for no purpose. She'd want to see you going after something that you really wanted to do. Diamond, good try. We both know that...